Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to our community. I'm Andy Thornton, and I have a special guest here with me who I'll introduce here in a little bit, but we're coming to you live from the I've Decided Studios here in Peoria, Illinois. And our program today is sponsored by I've Decided and the YMCA. So we're happy to be here. Before we get started, I'm gonna put a little plug in for a special event at the Y, Peggy, if that's okay. We sure. have an Easter egg hunt this oh, Saturday right. at the Y. So we're inviting uh, anybody really from in the community who's got little ones who want to experience Easter egg hunt oh, um, right. at the YMCA there on 7,000 Fleming Lane, just off of Willow Knoll. So come on out Saturday afternoon. It starts at two, runs till four, and the egg hunt will be right there at the end, about 3.30, 3.45. But we've got bounce houses, we've got face painting we've got some arts and craft activities there on site and we're expecting right now a couple hundred kids to be there so come on out i know we have thousands of eggs stuffed and ready <laughs> for these little kids at the y so i wanted fun. to get that out there and let people know that that was that was coming so peggy hawkus is my guest today and we're going to dig into the discussion around the weekly winning word which is significance but before we do that peggy I wanted you to share with the folks who are listening and watching um, who you are and, and what it is that you do um, so they can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Um, my name is Peggy and I'm a nurse and I've always really had a passion for older adults mm -hmm. and have um, seen, I guess, some of the not so good side effects of aging that impact older adults. And so I've always had a passion to try to do something good mm. for them. And originally I thought that would be to build the best nursing home ever and um, have realized that's probably not a, a realistic goal. So um, I've stumbled upon after doing some homework through the University of Phoenix that Peoria doesn't have a senior center. Yeah. And so um, I with some mentors and dug in and decided that this is something that is important um, to serve older people. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I think it's great. And you and I have had the opportunity to talk before today, so you've given me a little bit more depth and understanding of what your your mission is. And we're going to go through that a little bit through our conversation sure. and learn a little bit more about your experience and, and what your vision is for, for Graceland. But I think it's really cool. Thank you. And one of the things that stood out to me in our, our conversation the other day was, you know, your your commitment to try to to build your vision for this for Graceland through collaboration. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is so important um, and difficult at times to do, because mm -hmm. when you collaborate with partners, everybody right. kind of has a, a little bit different perspective on things. But I do think it's a unique way and an important way to kind of help build right. what it is that you're trying to do, right? right. Um, so I think that's really cool. And I appreciate that because we do a lot of that at the Y too. And it's really a, a kind yeah, of a stronger together. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We are. And I appreciate that. So welcome Peggy to, to our show. And I'm really excited to dig into this discussion around significance mm -hmm. with you and, and kind of look at, the importance of significance through your perspective of okay. how you've how you've approached um, building this vision around Graceland because um, it really is pretty cool. So before we do that, though, let, let's kind of set the framework for significance and those out there that are watching that have read the weekly winning resource that Kim set out on Sunday night. Um, you'll you'll some of this stuff will be familiar to 
to you, but we're going to, the definition for significance is where we'll start. And it's the quality of being worthy of attention or having a special meaning. Um, and, and I think Kim did a really good job of framing this up in her article this week of looking at, or the, looking at significance through the context of adding value to others, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. that's what you're doing mm -hmm. in your work. I think you're the, I think I told you this on the, on our call the other day that I think you're the perfect guest for this because that's exactly what you're trying to do for this senior community mm -hmm. is add value to their lives. So it's not about building Peggy up mm -mm. through this, through this work. It's about supporting others. And I think that that's really pretty, pretty, um, um, pretty cool. So congratulations to you, you for that. But John, there was a quote in Kim's article, and I love John Maxwell. I don't know mm -hmm. if, if you're a fan of John yeah. Maxwell or not, but he is one of the yeah, best um, leadership writers mm -hmm. out there and speakers and, and authors and all those things. And I've read a few of his books. I've actually led my staff through a couple of his studies mm -hmm. at different times in my career. And I think it's that valuable. But he, he had a quote that Kim shared in his article that says that success is when you add or when I add to my self, myself and significance is when I add value to others. Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool mm -hmm. and such an important perspective right. to have, especially as a leader mm -hmm. of other people mm -hmm. um, and of opportunities that are going to serve people is that you're there to serve others. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's really pretty cool. So in Kim's article, she basically laid out five keys, right. To, um, unlock a life of significance, I think is the phrase that she used, which mm -hmm. is really pretty cool. Um, so we're going to dig into each of these five and we're going to, we're going to talk to Peggy about how she's gone through this experience with Graceland through each one of these. So are you ready? I am. All right, cool. So the first one is believe. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I think that's the perfect place to start. Cause if you don't believe it's not going to happen, <laughs> right? You got to have a perspective of right. belief and, 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 you know, understanding that God put you here for a purpose, mm -hmm. right? So I'm curious to hear from you. Um, what was it that gave you the belief that Graceland was where you needed to be and, and, and that whole concept? So talk to us a little bit about that. When did it become believable? What, what, yeah. yeah, okay, that's a you. good question. I have a, a strong sense of justice. Okay. And I don't, I really am opposed to injustice, even as a little kid. And I think all of us are that, right? That's sure. not fair. Right, right. <laughs> I'm one of nine kids. So oh, yeah, wow. I'm all about, yeah, I'm all about unfair and unfair. But um, I grew up, my mom um, was a nurse. And um, with all those kids, she was busy. Mm -hmm. So um, our grandparents didn't live close, but we had a lot of elders in our community. Okay. And so I would visit with them for long periods of time. I'm sure my mom was relieved <laughs> have one less taken care of. But um, I remember some of their lessons in gardening and mm. behaving and cooking and just lots of fun things. And then when I first, my mom went back to work, she took a little hiatus um, after the twins were born. Uh -huh. <laughs> Number seven, uh, eight and nine. Um, oh, eight and nine were twins? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, they, they took my seat at the table. So <laughs> I, I do have a strong sense of justice. Um, but she went back to work and I was a volunteer. Yeah. I was a candy striper okay. um, in a nursing home. And, and I 
really was 10 or 11. I didn't know what I was doing, but mm -hmm. I brought food to people and I talked to them and um, it wasn't probably the best place. Mm -hmm. And it just broke my heart that people weren't treated right. And so I, I just thought that wasn't right. And I've never, and I've, I've worked in several nursing homes, but I've just always felt a sense of justice. And so I feel like I, prayed a lot about what is it with my passion for mm. elders that I could really do yeah. to make something that would be better, not only for them, but our whole society, because right. they have so much to give. So um, that prayer led me to study and get that healthcare certification mm -hmm. and then led me to Kim with I've Decided yeah. and the small business development at um, Bradley right. and between Kim and Philip Lockwood, um, I I knew that if I did the work and I had some hands to hold, right. I could go forward. So right. that's when I knew I could believe it would happen. Wow. So this started in you as a young child. <laughs> that is really pretty cool that you've had this passion to mm -hmm. work with seniors and to enhance their quality of life. I think that's really cool. Um, and then you've, you've, you've taken that passion and you invested it in the education piece, right? Mm -hmm. Learning of how to build a business and how... Right how to engage with others and how to do all of that and and to trust yourself too. I think mm. you told me on the phone the other day mm -hmm. too, is to you kind of brought it all together through that, through mm -hmm. that experience. And I think that's really, really pretty neat. Mm -hmm. um, the second key is, is em embrace, right? So that's, that that's easier said than done because it's easy <laughs> to embrace the idea when everything's going well. Right. right? You know, but, but it, it doesn't always go well. And that's life, right? We struggle in life and everything that we do right. all the time. And we have to be able to embrace the vision, embrace the goal, embrace the, the, the commitment that you've made to building Graceland throughout the entire experience. Um, and, and I think one of the things that, that we, I seem, this seems to come up just about every time in this show is we talk about adversity in some, mm -hmm. some respect. So I feel like I'm repeating myself every time it comes up. But, well, it keeps repeating itself. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's so important yes. to understand that adversity is going to happen, mm -hmm. right? And how you respond to adversity is really what's important, mm -hmm. right? Because that's mm -hmm. when our opportunities to grow are, I think, the biggest mm -hmm. is when we're, we face those challenges and we do it the right way. So... How do you keep your focus um, on your vision, even when things get difficult? Because I imagine they have over mm -hmm. the last several years. If you've gone through this process, you've probably asked yourself, should I really be doing this at different times? So mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about how you've overcome those challenges and you've just embraced this opportunity um, and you're committed to seeing it through to the end. It's a really good question. It's almost um, embracing like a prickly pear. Okay. You know, don't you think? Um, probably every day there's a challenge. Sure. Um, whatever it is, time, um, meeting a deadline, someone not being happy with you, mm -hmm. um, not enough resources. Mm -hmm. And um, the feelings, like especially Kim's taught this a lot, is the feelings are feelings, right. but their feelings aren't necessarily facts. Um, True. So, just continuing to feed myself. Um, when I run, I listen to um, podcasts on yeah. leadership. I listen to um, how to work through adversity, how other people have mm. dealt with that. And then building, like you said, with collaboration, um, different mentors 
and different support systems yeah. um, of talking like when you did this how did how did right. you deal with that um, learning from their experiences yeah mm -hmm. and and having um cards to play with when something happens we had a an event come up totally blindsided me and i reached out to a mentor i met through i've decided mm -hmm. um and said holy cow this is a big event what do i do and um, a family, you know, a, a God, the God, my, our kids, God, parents, and um, people that I deeply trust. Yeah. And they kind of guided me through to make very, di a di very difficult decision, but it, it was the best. Um, and I feel like what happens every time I'm obedient to what God wants me to be doing, whether or not I'm comfortable, and most of the time mm. I'm not, because right. I, I am a nurse, I love patient care. Mm. Um, but it it I always get that feedback from somebody. Right. Um, a colleague said that was very difficult, but you did the right thing, or um, you did the right thing. Next time, think about doing this. So I don't right. know. That I guess that just helps me. Um, I can't describe it. There's no other way. I don't have a choice to not. I mean, I do, but I I don't want to take yeah. that choice. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think you when you described your, your passion has been with you since you were a young girl, right? So I, there's, there's a deep rooted sense of belief in you mm -hmm. that this is kind of your, your calling. And I think when we get to, to design, um, we'll talk a little bit more about that too, which is a, another key that's coming up. But, you know, you said something just a minute ago that I wanted to highlight and it's your, it's your, um, your faith. Mm -hmm right? That mm -hmm. you lean on your faith and you know, or you, and you believe that what you're doing is, is purpose that mm -hmm. God has given you, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that when we have that understanding in our life, it's easier to go through the rough spots, right? Because you know that this is, this is just part of the process. Mm -hmm. and I'm not alone, right? <laughs> he's walking with me or he's carrying me Absolutely. through this in some regards. And, and I, that stood out to me mm -hmm. that, that, that that's an important piece for you and has helped you to be able to, you know, embrace this and, and hold on to it, even when it does get difficult. And, and it, I'm, glad, I'm glad you um, brought that up because knowing, um, firmly knowing that this is the right thing to do, it is a justice issue. We're commanded to care for our elders. Mm -hmm. There's only one commandment that says honor your father and mother. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and, that's in kinship, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but some stories actually help me laugh at some of the things. Like um, I was thinking, like I use, I read a book. It was such a neat book. It was called Visioneering, oh. and it was built around the story of Nehemiah okay. and how he um, had the vision of rebuilding that wall around Jerusalem right. and talk about adversity. Mm -hmm. um, but it kind of makes me laugh sometimes because I'm like, <clears throat> okay, I don't have a king giving me letters to get, <laughs> you know. I just somewhat, I mean, those kind of, of faith-based, knowledge-based, commitment-based stories really help you yeah. navigate that, Sure, you know? Sure. I think it's great. I think relying on your faith is an important asset to have. And when we have that, we're, we're, we're bound to be more successful. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. So the third key is, is dream, mm. right? And, and, you know, you got to have big goals and you mm -hmm. got to challenge yourself if you're going to be successful. Um, and you you have to stay focused on them. Mm -hmm. And 
there's the world is distracting right yeah. just by nature and it seems like the older i get the more distracted i become because there's so many different ways for me to get information or to be mm -hmm. in tune with other things that are happening mm -hmm. um but you got to be able to stay focused on your goals and and you got to have that clear vision so you talked a little bit about this but i'm going to ask you the question sure. anyway is what was it that shaped your dream to develop Graceland? And you talked a little bit about, you know, since a young kid, you've been involved with kind of helping senior citizens and being engaged with that. But when did when did the vision for Graceland, hmm. um, I guess, become your dream? And what did that look like? When the Barnum and Bailey movie came out and um, the the theme song was when you dream at night and you can see the whole horizon coming. Um, I was actually on the treadmill okay. and um, visualizing what a senior center would look like in Peoria. And the word, um, we, my husband and I had an opportunity to see Paul Simon okay. when he was here. And um, the Graceland song he sang with all the beautiful instrumentation was enchanting. Mm. And I thought, I want this to be a place of grace and dignity. Yep. And how do you communicate that? And I thought, a, a, a land of grace, Graceland. Yeah. And um so I, that gave me goosebumps. It does still today because mm. I want it, I, our culture and distracting, um, I feel like the older people get, the less engaged they feel like yeah. they can be because they yeah. don't understand this route or that route or right. there's this distance that seems to keep growing. And um, being with older adults that do get that opportunity to be engaged yeah. is a grace-filled moment because right. they're able to, oh, I'm important. Right. Oh, I matter. Right. Oh, I, I went through this one time and just telling stories and so forth. So I feel like that crystallization of Graceland and the title has helped communicate what we want right. it to be and knowing grace is not a something you can touch and so it leaves that vision open because this is not my will yeah. <laughs> i mean if this was about me i think i would have probably taken a vacation a long time ago yeah. this really is hard work for god so sure. um that that helps keep me dreaming um and hopeful yeah i love the word grace and I was just in a Bible study earlier this week with some men in my church, and we were talking about the word grace. And And the leader of the Bible study asked um, the group to define it. And mm. one, of the, one of the men said, an unmerited favor. Mm. And that's really what it is, mm -hmm. right? And, and when you th think about the perspective of grace from God's perspective is, you know, we don't deserve any of it, <laughs> right? And, and, and you're kind of taking that and applying it to this perspective of providing it to these seniors because they deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. They 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 should be able to live a life that is fulfilling mm -hmm. and you're gonna do that through this experience to create that experience for them. And I think that's really pretty cool. So the, the fourth key is prioritize, <laughs> right? You gotta have, prioritize, prioritize your work schedule. You gotta right. stay focused. I know there's probably a ton of distractions for you because you're you're employed right a full-time rn mm -hmm. you're married you have a 
family and then you have this dream going on over here of developing Graceland. And so how do you prioritize your life in a way to where you can apply the proper focus? I actually have a spiritual director. Oh, cool. And um, she has helped me continue to keep what priorities nice. are, are there. So my first priority is to be obedient to what God wants yep. me to do. Um, and my husband knows clearly that this is what mm -hmm. I need to do. Um, and so does, so do our children. So awesome. now that our schedules are, so our oldest is in college and medical school actually. Wow. Um, so now that that's done, uh, my husband has just totally stepped up to the plate and doing a lot of the things around the house and keeping things moving Good. so that after, um, after dinner, you're right, I have that schedule. So, you know, I make sure I have time for, um, well, work, um, right. but also time to take care of myself mm -hmm. um, because I know that I'm supposed to, st I have to stay healthy right. in order to keep this through. I need to be a role model yep. for our board. Yep. Um, I have to learn. So I, I look at every time I spend and try to make sure that it's what's important gets that time. Yeah. Um, and seek people that are wiser than I in terms of what to do and where to go and what to spend, yeah. you know, spend my, our energy. So that's awesome. And so it sounds like you're prior, you're reprioritizing all the time, mm -hmm. right? And you've got a coach in mm -hmm. a sense, who's helping you think about that. Mm -hmm. So you don't lose sight of it because I'm sure it changes for you, mm -hmm. right? Depending on what's going on and you have to. You have to spend time with your husband if you want to keep him working around the house for you, right? <laughs> so you can do this. So, right. and, and your kids need you and work mm -hmm. needs you and all those things. So it's constantly challenging. I think that that was the message that was kind of coming through in the article is, is you got to stay on top of that all the time mm -hmm. and manage that. And I think that's really important because mm -hmm. what might be important this week may not be nearly as important next week right. as life kind of develops. Changes, so yeah. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. And I think it's actually really neat that you've got somebody to help help you mm -hmm. think through that strategically mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. an outside voice right mm -hmm. who can right. help you recheck things right <laughs> so we'll move on to the to the final key and that's design um and I, I this one hit me really hard because i'm actually reading a book that i'm going to share about in a minute um that's helping me to think through designing um my life's rather than designing my lifestyle around my career is designing my career around my lifestyle right it's the opposite mm -hmm. of how we all approach it mm -hmm. and um i i i'd been thinking about this and while i was on vacation a couple of weeks ago i started mm -hmm. reading this book and i'm just into the first part of it and and the book is called the buddha and the badass pardon my french but that's the name of the book and, and it's written about this whole concept or, or this exercise that i'm working on right now in it is is called uncovering your your soul print for your life hmm. and it asks you to think through back to your earliest memories of all the positive and negative experiences that you've gone through and and the the author argues that those those experiences are where your your deepest most ingrained values began and kind of started from and if you hmm. can understand those and where they came from then you can start to understand better what your purpose is hmm. and start to align kind of your career around that so that you have more, I guess, passion yeah. for your career. So I, I found this key to be really um, impactful to me just because it's, it's a reality that I'm kind of wrestling with mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, but 
for from your perspective, um, I mean, you you appear to be really sure that Graceland is something you were created for. I mean, you've talked about it just in the 20 minutes we'd be on the show, right? When you were a little child, you were involved with seniors and you were compassionate and compassionate towards them and wanted to work with them. Um, and I get the sense in talking with you today and the other day when we were on the phone is that you you believe that and you know that. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but how did you come to that realization? When do you did it start at that young age? It must have, because I'm thinking about, um, I actually, <laughs> my, when we were talking about priorities, I was thinking about our kids because, you know, mommy guilt never goes away. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, Easter's coming in. I Now that our son isn't able to come home, um, I was actually going to, you know, in my, my, in my mind, I made a, a Easter package to send to him. When right. he, I used to do that when he was in college. But since I've really hit the bricks on this, I, I didn't. And this morning I was just going up the stairs thinking, I don't, should I do one and make it on time? And, you know, you just, you, you always are trying to figure out what's the best thing to do, right. but living by design right. and, and having priorities. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I, my, when our children were little, there wasn't a holiday that wasn't, you know, a right. big deal, you know, and whatever it was. And now that they've gotten older and I've gotten busier in this, I, I often am apologizing, you know, right. that this isn't what in my mind I would want to do for you. And and they look at me and they say, Mom, this is your time right. to do this. So right. it, it really does help with that. Um, but in the they've always been part. Our kids have always known that I've always had a grandma. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, it was either my mom right. or one of my husband's patients or you know, I didn't even realize that, you know, as you were saying that we thought they've known that that's always been, um, my, my love. Yeah. And so I think when I got the, I think when we started, right. um, and I, I had met Kim, mm -hmm. I, when we had a, an interaction, um, I actually met her at her gala because okay. I nominated some friends and I thought, who is this woman who <laughs> recognizes people for doing good things? Yeah. And I thought I want to be with that person. <laughs> and then I met her and then I found out about, I've decided. And I thought, well, why wouldn't I want to be right. associated with someone? And that's when Kim found out what my dream was. Right. And then we just kept talking and talking. And that's when I thought, okay, I'll go back to the small business development and try mm -hmm. one more time. And I met Philip and I thought, okay, between, Philip Lockwood and Kim, I can do this. And so we got together and it was January and February of 2020. Right, right and we were ready yeah. to get started and COVID hit. Yeah. And I stood in my um, office, tears streaming down my face, like, what the heck, God? What the heck? Right. <laughs> I finally got the tools here. And, um, you know, when you cry out like that, um, Makes you want to cry. You get the answer. And I thought in all those craziness happening in our world that has only continued, right? Yep. What is our job? Our job is to be love. That's yeah. our only job. That's great. And in that love, what is that part for? Why, why are we loving anyone? And the only purpose is to give glory to God. 
And so I thought, well, all right then. And I went to the very next day instead of not calling into one of the, um, I've decided, um, the Zooms, mm -hmm. I called in and um, said, oh my gosh, I'm staring at the wall. I don't know what to do. Right. And Matt George said, um, that's not okay. Right. Get going. This is the time. Yeah. Call me tomorrow. Wow. And so, you know, I, I think that's what I mean when you cry out. Yeah. Then you get that right back. You get that feedback right back. And yep. so, again, rather than giving up, mm -hmm. um, I think that's what I, I and meeting people that have chosen, um, you know, have started churches right. on the South End. Right. Um, they've just decided they have decided that they're going to be obedient. And just that's what they have coached me to right. just be obedient and show up. So um, that's fantastic. Yeah. It I mean, is. you that's can have your message. priorities, but you just have, have that's not my design mm -hmm. <laughs> at all. Mm -hmm. um, no. I, did that answer your question? Yeah, I think it did. <laughs> I, I think you've done a great job of kind of sharing with everybody your experience. And I'm sure that it's inspiring to folks out there. It's, it's inspiring to me just sitting here listening to it. And there's, there's something that you mentioned. Not, uh, when you were describing um, your your mommy guilt a little bit, and and I don't I don't profess to know what mommy guilt is. I'm not a mommy, but I'm married to one, and I hear that that phrase a lot, and I know it's real. But the the interesting thing that I heard you say as you were talking about that is that your kids have told you that hey, it's okay, mm -hmm. what you're doing, it's your time, right? And to me, that that's an example of grace. Mm. Right? Your kids have said, "Don't worry about it, Mom. We know what you're doing is important and has value. Keep going." Mm -hmm. So you have built an an immense support system um, through your family, through the I've decided community with Kim and Phil and all those people that you've explained, and um, and that's a really cool thing. Mm. And we've talked about a lot on this podcast of, you know we're only going to be as successful as the folks that we circle ourselves with. Right. Mm -hmm. And you got to have um, people that not just cheerleaders, people who will challenge you like mm -hmm. Matt, you said Matt mm -hmm. did right mm -hmm. at some point. Hey, no, get up and get moving and <laughs> call me tomorrow and I'll, I'll me kick you in the rear again if you need it type of thing. And you need that. And that's really, really critical. So I appreciate you taking the time today to sit and talk to us about your experience. And yeah, I look you. forward to learning more about Graceland and, you know, I've thought about it um, from from the perspective of my world at the YMCA, and we have a commitment to serve seniors too. So I think there's probably some opportunities for mm -hmm. us to help each other mm -hmm. in that regard. And I look forward to exploring that with you. So, you know, before I before I close, I want to remind everybody out there to um, take some time and and do the weekly challenge mm -hmm. this week, and that is to make a list of ways that you're being a difference maker in the lives of others. And I think when you take time to do that, you, it, it's really kind of empowering because I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for the work that we do. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us to understand um, our impact. And so I encourage everybody to do that. And then I also want to leave you with a couple of references of scripture mm. um, that talk about this whole oh, commitment yeah. to um, um, significance, right? And, and so I did a little research and these things will probably um, re be relatable to others, but there's three Proverbs that I'm going to share with you. And if you didn't know or didn't believe that it's important for you to pour into the lives of others, right, and make a difference, then 
Um, it'll be hard for you to argue that after hearing these. But Proverbs 11.25 says, Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. Mm. Proverbs 19.17 says, Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Mm. And Proverbs 22.9 says, The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. Mm. So that's why we're all here, right? right? We all have a purpose and it's to help others, to serve others, to love others. You've said that. You know what I just thought of what? too? Um, I, I forgot to mention. So besides the word Graceland, mm -hmm. um, our team decided that it's Graceland Center for Purposeful Living. Yes. So that's um, cool. Yeah. I forgot to mention that because when when people aren't when older people feel disengaged they mm -hmm. don't feel like they have a purpose right. as much and so um rather than healthy because mm -hmm. some people don't perceive themselves to be healthy right. that's why we chose the word purposeful yeah to try to help um and speaking of purposeful yeah yeah you better share have, about your um, experience we have an event. event coming up on saturday april 30th at the proctor recreation center and um, many people have a lot of questions like, do we have a building? <laughs> Who are you anyway? Um, so we hope to try to get that word out. Um, we're not an adult daycare center. We're mm. not a residential. Um, what, because Peoria, Peoria is the seventh largest city in Illinois. And of the top 10, we're the only ones that don't have a, a center for a older adults, a community-based hang out for people to come and socialize and connect. So mm -hmm. in 2022, we're doing two of these, and this is our first, our debut, um, at the Proctor Recreation Center, Saturday, April 30th, from 10 to about one. And we'll have some light refreshments and speakers and vendors. And um, there's a number we'll, we can post and you can call and register mm -hmm. or a link. Um, we just really want to help people understand. And this isn't about, our board and what we think. We want it to be a place of grace, dignity, and what what is best for older people. Right. And I'm, I am an older person, but I certainly am not going to speak for everybody. Right. So we want their input and to help form this. This is a community base. That's right. And you have a website. Yes. And a Facebook page too, yes. right? So. Yeah. Graceland Center for Purposeful Living. If you Google that, you'll get to the website. Same thing for the Facebook page. So I encourage everybody to look that up and you can get you. more details on this event. Well, okay. thank you for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for joining us too. And we look forward to seeing you next time on our community.